Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast hosted by two guys that have never actually met in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig, who lives just outside New York City in New Jersey. And a couple times a week, we invite you to become unbecoming with us. John, how the hell are you? I'm all right, Colin. It's been a long fucking day. A long, long day. Not a long day. Not another long day. We Last last show, you, you had, had a long yeah. fucking day. Ever since I started driving for this car service company, yeah, they're all long days. It's been about, I'd say, maybe 12 days straight. Now, that doesn't mean I'm working 8, 10 hours a day. Sure. It could be, it could be 3 hours. It could be 6 hours. You know, it depends on how many trips. Uh, today would have been 4 trips, but one of the trips was canceled due to, well, it was postponed, and then it, my 10.30 pickup... It, it conflicted. It, there was a four-hour delay for one flight from Atlanta to Newark Airport, and it put her in at uh, about ten fifteen. Well, I can't pick her up, drive her home, forty-five minutes back to the airport, so they had to assign that one to someone else. So uh, I I was awake at three forty-five a.m. on uh, whatever Wednesday, April fourth was. And that's what it was. And uh, I think I've been up for about 20 hours. It's just been a lot of... Uh, the, the first two trips were great, fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. I, uh, so first family gave me a $20 tip, which was nice. Do you... Do you well, you're, you're, it's a limo thing, right? Correct? You're, you're, you're sure, sort of, thing? yeah. It's. I mean, okay. it's, it's, you know, like... A, you know, Lincoln Town Cars, stuff like that. Think of it that way. You know, not so, not like a stretch limo. Yeah. And so like high-end... Are you wearing like the the limo driver getup? Do you have like the hat and all that stuff, sunglasses and everything? No, no. I'm like a modern like uh, like chauffeur. Like uh, I got like a man bun, Warby Parker glasses. You know, <laughs> like a like a, a sports jacket from like Uniqlo. Yeah. Like fucking like Puma sneakers that like nobody likes except for me. You know, that's that's cool. That's fine. That's you know, you look European that way. You know, yeah, it's just sort of you know, a little bit. So last show, you had when we started off, you had you had mentioned uh, you had been up since three o'clock and you were tired, and uh, you know, it's just we we do this a lot of times late at night, and that's uh, see, that's the time we, with you. you got your goings on, I got my goings on, and and it, we just we we've got to find the time to to do it. It's it's not our job, and so uh, the reason I was going into that was because uh, I was. Uh, we got a, a Twitter comment that I thought I'd, I'd share with you. I don't know if you saw this. I did not. Okay, I know you're not on there as much as I am checking this stuff out, but uh, a Twitter comment from a listener, uh, a, a man named Joseph Corbett, uh, and he goes by at nerd from Joeware, J-O, at, at nerd from Joeware on Twitter. So anyway, he, was, uh, he sent a, a little message to us, and he said, I enjoyed the episode. And then... <laughs> <laughs> but may I offer some constructive criticism? And I'm like, okay. Well, the, okay. So for, first of all, uh, 
when somebody says may may i offer some constructive mm-hmm. criticism and you can see ahead that there's the, that there's going to be there's there's more text there yeah yeah <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, and i have to be honest i have uh i have avoided on purpose there's there are some people on on the interwebs here on twitter and places that are like hey submit your name and we'll give you crit- critique of your webs of your of your interview show or whatever mm-hmm. you listen the, back i listen back there are times i hear everything yeah, yeah yeah i mean every now and again i spot check yeah you're hearing things and you're going oh holy shit that just and i i, I come I, you know i worked in radio for a long time and in mm-hmm. radio we do this thing called the air checking in radio mm-hmm. where basically every time you the mic goes on you, mm-hmm. you, it's recorded and then you sit down with the program director and i was the program director for a long time and uh you would you know critique what mm-hmm. they're doing and say and eh, you know you, you notice that you're doing this you're noticed doing that but always you tried to throw mm-hmm. uh, in front of uh, any any real criticism or critique you always tried to look for the gems and, and point out all the positives mm-hmm. for a while first so that when you're going to you know drop something mm-hmm. on somebody they, they don't feel as bad and and it, it, i think any i was thinking about this this week because i think anytime you're doing something where uh, people get on and, and they can tell you something about it and I, I, okay i was thinking about like beer people they they craft a beer there's a lot of these microbreweries out there now and they put this stuff together and they put it out to the world and immediately somebody uh it's it's expected that people are going to get online and they're going to say whatever it is that they want to say about it and uh that's fine so that said okay uh well before you before you go on i don't want to okay. guess what it is uh, well okay. i have a few guesses but okay. one thing i'm going to say is i i, I you and I, we, you've mentioned it at the opening of, of almost every show. We haven't met in real life. But I, I'm, I'm going to gather that you have a relatively low threshold for constructive criticism. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that out there. That's 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 the one thing I'm gonna predict. Uh, and then the other thing is, depending on what the constructive criticism is, I may also have a very low threshold. For, and then all of a sudden, the Staten Island will come out, and all the things that I was going to talk about may never be talked about. However, I'm going to reel myself in. I'm still not ready for this because uh, I'm very excited about this, actually. Like, I'm, I mean, I, I'm... Like, I almost want to tease this to the next episode. That's how excited I am about it. Like, I won't even go on Twitter for, like, a week. Cause, and it's like, and, and his name will go deep, deep, deep down. And, okay. All right. So, okay. so Mr. <laughs> Mr. Joseph Corbett, at Nerd from Joeware. Yes. Okay. Is that right? I got that right? You got that right. Okay. J-O-J-O-Ware. Yeah, Joe. W-H-E-R-E. Okay. Okay, so uh, he enjoyed the episode. Yeah, there's, that's positive. But may I offer some constructive criticism? So uh, <laughs> no, you may not. It's too late. You don't. You don't. You don't ask that. You know why? <laughs> okay, well, just, you go ahead. And I've thought about this, and I'll, I'll, I'll add my, <laughs> uh-huh. my, my thoughts to this because I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've. This has gone into. I've had this conversation with myself. How would you get constructive criticism to mm-hmm. someone else, or how would you receive it? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, I, and I've got an answer. So anyway, he says we don't listen to one another. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we know that. But he, he says, okay, uh, and all right, here's the tough part. Here's the, here's the dagger. All right. So he's like, listening to John yawn into the mic every two minutes <laughs> doesn't create a very engaging atmosphere. Great production quality, though. I will definitely be tuning into the next episode. <laughs> 
this is going to be the last episode that you're ever going to listen to there, uh, Joseph Corbett. Uh, <sighs> Joseph Corbett's listening. <sighs> the motherfucker just wanted to hear his name. He's a fucking troll. Have I yawned? If it's true, you know what? I'm up at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning trying to pay off my fucking debt. Do you even fucking listen? Fuck you, Joseph Corbett. <laughs> So, so then, holy shit! Credit, oh, to oh your God, credit, oh God, before oh you, before, before, no, calm down. Before you ever no. yawned in that in uh-huh. the last episode, and I think you uh-huh. did at least once. I'm not sure. Okay, but sure. Um, you you did get on immediately and say, "I've been up since three o'clock in the morning." I, right, you know, and you and you gave that that uh, um, that um, you know that explanation, which is which is great, which is fine. The other thing that I thought about is, uh, as uh, as maybe it's just America, I don't know, but um, it's weird, sort of, that we have equated uh the idea that if somebody yawns that they're bored you know or there's there's something negative about that it could be that you're, you're just fucking tired and you're yawning you know it's, it's not necessarily you know something that should be construed i don't think always as being negative so that and so the, i had that thought and the other thought i had was because uh, another uh, friend of mine online um, another guy from the old uh, anchor days uh, who does podcasting. I don't think he was talking about us, but um, he was saying that he he had actually listened to somebody's podcast. I know he listens to a lot of podcasts, and he he wanted to offer them uh, a critique or some criticism, but he uh, decided that he would hold off because uh, he thought it would you know would hurt their feelings or it would be misconstrued or you know. And he said he liked their 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 podcast uh, in his description basically. And I thought yeah 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 I, I okay so how would you do this and I, so. I I've been thinking about this, and I thought you could uh, you could contact somebody and say, "Hey, I listen to your uh, I listen to your podcast, and I liked it." Uh, and because uh, I think most time, if you listen to something and you really hate it, you just fuck it. You're not gonna you're not gonna contact them, or or you know you're just over it. So, but if you did like it and you did actually want to offer constructive criticism, you could say if you're interested, especially if you have a podcast or, or whatever, you could say um, if you ever want a critique of your show, I'd be happy to do that for you, and I'd appreciate it if you'd return the favor and do the same. Thing for me, then maybe you're on equal, you know, equal footing. Sort now, of now there's this um, nerd from Joe Where J O W H E R E. It's at nerd from Joe Where. Does does he have a podcast? Uh, yeah, I believe he does. He, he does. Excellent. I can't wait to hear it <laughs> and talk about it every fucking week. Um, <laughs> I think you should let bygones be bygones. And no, no, no. That. And when I say every week, I mean W E A K. Because I guess <laughs> you can have a million fucking listeners and you don't, Joseph Corbett. Uh, no, I don't. It doesn't matter. Uh, no. no, I'm good. I'm cool with it. As a matter of fact, uh, I'll take any criticism. And what I would have said, if it's the first time I was listening to us, Yes, and I, I would have said, uh, I would have been like that 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 yawn bit that John's doing is hysterical, and I'd be like, what yawn bit? And I wouldn't, I didn't even know I yawned, um, but I do want to know where it is. I want to hear it. I, I vaguely remember you you yawning and me thinking, yeah, you did get up early, so eh, you know. What? I don't remember. I just wish I remembered. I because the one thing that you know is I'm not going to make excuses. I just whatever. We're it's uh, well, I, I, here. Here's the thing. Um, there's no cough button. Forty how how forty seven had a stroke last a year and a half. Forty six. Um, forty six. Soon been, to be forty seven. Been, been fucking driving all over the world for for uh, to, to, well, you know anyway. Two I'm years. Kidding. Two years ago, I, I had a stroke almost. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, no I'm, excuses. I'm defending you. 
Yeah, like a, you know, I'm like a, I'm no. like a helicopter no. parent here. I'm defending. No, I'm you. sorry. I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm sorry that uh, you know I have to work for a living and uh, yeah. and, and working. Now, are you were you driving yeah. in the snow the last few days or how yeah, did that a little bit here and there. There was snow yeah. on Monday. Today's the Thursday morning at this point. It was. I was outside last night here in, in Iowa, and it snowed uh, in in Iowa, Minnesota. I'm not sure, like Wisconsin. There's a storm that blew through here. It was. We didn't get as much as anybody else, as, as a lot of places north of here. But it was coming down last night. I was out letting my my dogs out, and I've got the fucking. You know, I've got I've got too many dogs. I. I, I How many I, dogs do you have? Um, we have four dogs, and that's, so that's, yeah, it's a rover dose. Four dogs. Joseph Corbett, you got you got material like that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so so anyway, uh, yeah, we had a little rover dose, and uh, God, my watch is running out of out of steam. I just got the uh, notice that said ten uh, percent low power. So anyway, I'm outside, and it's fucking snowing, and I'm thinking, just fucking. St- Stop. Like, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready. Anytime. Spring. And, and I, it got me thinking about, uh, even though even though this snow is happening late and all that shit, do, do, do people out there, do they snowmobile? Do you have snowmobiles in New Jersey? Do people do <laughs> I, that? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do somewhere in New Jersey, but I've never... There's one family. Uh, I was at their house in New Jersey. They were a very wealthy family when I was yeah. a kid, and they had a snowmobile, yeah. That used to be a thing around here, and I think because of it's serious, it has warmed up seriously. Whether it's global warming or whatever the fuck, um, it has gotten to a point now where I don't think most people are, are getting snowmobiles the way they used to. It seems like when I was young, uh, and it would be, you'd get a snowfall, it'd be somebody going by the front of the house, that sort of thing. But uh, and when I was uh, like seventeen, eighteen, I was was really into into like motorsports. I had, had uh, dirt bikes, and uh, I decided. Uh, I'd buy a snowmobile, which I, I had for basically just one winter. I had the snowmobile, and I had my I had my snowmobile buddies. You know, there was like three or four other guys that, and probably six, five or six of us that had snowmobiles. And yeah, so you'd go riding with each other. And this um, this one uh, friend of mine, uh, we called him. Well, his name uh, was uh, Phil, but we called him uh, the Whip because uh, he was always. He, whenever he whenever he was uh, involved with a girl, he he went from being never going to hang around with women. He's all about hanging out with the dudes. Uh, you know, it's all about the bras, the bra, bra. All right, but we didn't say bra back then. But but it, that that's what it would have been. But anyway, when he got a girlfriend, then he was he was gone. He was whipped. So somehow he got this nickname, the whip. And uh, he okay so. A bunch of us were going over to uh, where his father had this had this business. His father had a trucking company. Have I told you this story, John? Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't. Although, wait, wait. I, it, it, the trucking company part sounds familiar, but the snowmobile and whip, none, none of that does. So Okay, so we're supposed to get, like, it's like 7 o'clock in the evening. And this wasn't supposed to be a snowmobile get-together, but it had snowed. And this was like a Friday night thing, and we were supposed to go over and pick up the whip. Uh, and we occasionally called him Whipper, too. So we're, we're going over to pick up whip at this, uh, at this his, dad's, uh, his dad's establishment. And uh, so his dad had this trucking company, and we get there, and we see... There were snowmobile tracks all around the outside of this, where they had this office, and like a, he had like this big area where they would pull in semi trucks and all this stuff. And so there was like a quarter mileish, uh, almost maybe size, uh, circle that was going, you know, oblong. Like he'd been going around circles in this place uh, for a while. We could tell. But when we get there, 
the doors open, and so we walk into the office. He's not there, which is not unusual. He might be out in the shop area. So we, we walk into the shop area. He's not there either. And we're like, hey, what? we're yelling, you know, whip, you know, what's going on? Where, where are you at? And uh, he, he doesn't show up. And so we're like, what the hell's going on? His car's here. And yeah, so it just doesn't make sense. So we start to leave. We start to walk out. And he comes kind of walking out of the out of the dark in the snow. And he's got a snowmobile suit on. And he's got this helmet on. But as he gets closer, we realize the helmet is very askew. And then as he gets really closer, we realize the helmet is pretty much smashed. And <laughs> it's got like black skid marks on one side of it. And it's it's, you know, it's totally fucked up it's jacked up he's and he's like he's like hey he's got this real he's, he was kind of a, a funny guy anyway like a little not i wouldn't say funny looking but he's one of these guys that even at like 17 or 18 he just had kind of an old look kind of an old face he, he could have been 45 at 17 and so he, he was a little tough to read i think sometimes and so he comes up and and he's he's like yeah i i, I fucking i think i i i think i fucking wiped out <laughs> and we're like Where's your snowmobile? And he goes, I I don't know. I'm not I'm not, I'm not sure. Is he yeah. anyway? So he's not sure where the snowmobile's at, and he's he's really rattled. And we're like uh, trying to you know kind of gently pull his helmet off, and we can see that he's got like scrape marks on his face and his, his side of the one side of his head's kind of swollen up a little bit and so one of us goes over to call the you know, 911 and you know get an ambulance because it's just not right so we're asking him all the questions and trying to figure out what what exactly had happened he had no idea he, he had a concussion and and he had he had actually somehow he had flipped off his snowmobile and the snowmobile actually drove over basically his head and uh, he he lived through it. <laughs> Good helmet, I guess. What? Yeah, yes, it went right over fucking top of him, and just it he just he ran his head over. Somehow flipped out. We, we I'm sure he's going around fast somehow. Got you know off cockeyed weird because we used to drive like maniacs on these things, and uh, he went right over the top of his head. So as he sat there, uh, and we were waiting for for somebody to show up to to take him to the hospital, all that stuff, and we kept asking him questions. Uh, he he came up with this uh, this just unbelievable story. He was like he's like he was he, you know he says my 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 fucking old man he goes my, my old man he had this weird weird way of talking anyway he goes my old man is coming to get me and uh we're going down to sioux city which was <laughs> 20 minutes from where we're at we're going to sioux city and uh he's gonna take me to the foot doctor and we're like foot doctor what the fuck are you talking about and he's like did you call your dad did, did you call him is he coming because we called the ambulance is your dad coming he's like yeah he's coming to take me to to the foot doctor and we're like, what? The foot doctor? And so he kept telling us this story about his dad was coming, and they were going to the foot doctor. So we're like, whatever. And so um, we figure maybe he's coming. I don't know. But the ambulance shows up, and they're like trying to you know get him going and all this stuff. So we call his dad. And his dad, we're like, did he did he call? Did he talk to you? He's talking to did he he talked to you and he you're, you're taking him to the foot doctor his dad's like i don't know what the fuck he's talking about it's like no we didn't talk so he comes down and follows the ambulance down to the hospital and they go so for like two days after this he, this he had this pretty bad concussion for like two days all he could talk about was the foot doctor yeah they're gonna take me to he's in the hospital and they're treating him for a concussion everybody's telling him what's going on and all he can do is he'd sit he'd look at you and he'd nod his head yeah yeah okay i'm in the hospital and i hit my head i was snowmobiling okay When's, when's the old man taking me to the foot doctor? <laughs> he couldn't get off of this. He was he was rattled. So after that, from uh, the, the, from that point forward, every time anybody had any kind of a, if you had any kind of a, a we rode dirt bikes a lot and did crazy shit on those. But any time you wiped out, anytime something weird went on, 
anybody in that friend group would look at you and go, foot doctor? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, foot doctor. I get fucking hit my head. It's a foot doctor. So, oh, yeah. uh, Colin, Colin I, I just got a tweet uh, for the show. I don't know, a um, little constructive uh, criticism uh, from Joseph Corbett. <laughs> uh, that's uh, at, uh, what was it? <laughs> I get the tweet. I got the tweet here. He said, uh, yeah, uh, really great story about Whip, the foot doctor and the concussion and the snowmobile. He said that early on in the story, I uh, heard you gulp. Just a little <laughs> constructive. Otherwise, really an amazing show. Keep up the great work. But you did gulp. I have, I have a surly, surly beer company. For <laughs> by the way, by the way, I just want to let Joseph know if he's still listening. I'm, I'm rubbing my eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day. Got a lot John, of sleep in my eyes. Did you hear that? I'm rubbing. I think you should stand up now and stretch. Give it. Give it a little. I think. I got I actually. I'm going to meditate a little bit. You know, it's, don't it's, meditate too much because that makes I me just, yawn. Oh God. Okay. Put me right out. Actually, I was. What I was thinking. <laughs> so I was sitting here. I was like, I'm like just like chilling, listening to your story, and I'm like. I wonder if I could actually fall asleep, right? Like, actually fall asleep. Like, that would be, it would be really fucked up and really rude, but I was like, that might be the funniest way to just be like, fuck you, Joseph Corbett. I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, let's give you, come on, let's give me more professional criticism. Um, yeah, yeah. No, you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just fucking around. I'm, you know, that I laughed before when I first reacted and started doing that, like, fuck you. I'm getting angry, is that I'm in my ex wife's house right now. Right. You know, I live uh, in the know? pool house. No, she's sleeping. She's You're probably creeping. been sound asleep since Whoa. 10. So the reason I'm in that is because, you know, that my internet speeds, my wireless speeds in the pool house aren't that great because the router is in the basement. And because I'm always driving, I haven't had time to try to move the router to the ground floor so that maybe I'll have better range, you know. Right. And, um so I thought to myself as I got home, I'm like, no, I'll just do it in the basement. So I'm like, right now I'm surrounded by Legos. Even though my son is soon to be 16, he loves Legos, <laughs> and they're all on his desk. And he's got his, like, PC, there's a printer on the desk, more Star Wars. My daughter has a whole slime table with, like, jars. It's, like it's like my worst nightmare. There's fucking borax here. That's used for making slime, for those of you who don't have kids between the ages of, like, seven and, like, 14 16 yeah say even 16 yeah. i don't know my son doesn't uh he doesn't do it he never did it actually but man and then Fortnite. there's a lot of Fortnite going on yeah um, the kids now they're uh, i see also that they're uh the big thing now is that uh they're they're snorting condoms did you see that story i i don't know that, you, that yeah, it's, that's it's, not true it's, that's, no it's there's video if you go to youtube uh, you're going to be able to find this easily there's it's the new challenge with kids, okay. okay. These are okay. okay. So keep I, in mind, eighteen-year-olds. Uh, you know, uh, they are alternately one week they're having a rally and telling us what we should do with the Constitution, uh -huh. and then the next week they're snorting condoms <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I guess apparently there's some way. And I haven't. I just saw the pictures. I didn't actually go into the whole video, but I guess there's. Uh, you you can. You can uh, suck a uh, condom up one side of your nostril and pull mm -hmm. it out through your uh, somewhere okay. through your mouth is what it, okay. it was, well, that's what the text says here. Now I don't I haven't watched it. I don't think I want to watch it. I think this is one of those things that you can't unsee. Uh, I I will okay for the show for the show. You're gonna watch it. 
No, I'm not going to watch it. Oh, okay. I'm going to do this. Okay. So here's the thing. You know, I live in the pool house, right? And I have yeah. an agreement with my ex-wife. I'm here for only five more months until August 31st. And it's a six-month agreement. And one of the rules is that I'm not allowed to have guests. Um, and then I joked about that a couple of episodes ago where, you know, me and the, the, the Mexican guy that rear-ended me a year and a half ago, like, I would get together and I would have bring him to my pool house to... Is yeah, that in the fir- first episode? It's one of the episodes, sure. And anyway, <laughs> I think it I, should be pretty quick. I'm not allowed to have guests, um, which I understand because you know my ex-wife doesn't want me having adult relations, and you know I have a lot of condoms. I hate using them, but I have a lot of them, and they're going to go to waste, right? Yeah, they're going to expire at some point, so I might as well. <laughs> like, I need to figure out what it is, but I, I, I know I can't do it because. You ever do a neti pot? You know what that is? Yeah, I, I do. Neil Meds, yeah. the sinus thing, where you take the, the saline and you put it in the water, in the, in the warm water, and you yes. suck it up one side of the nose and it drips down the other. I fucking hate it. Like, I, I've, I did cocaine once in my life. One okay. time. I didn't like it. He did it once for a month straight, but... <laughs> What? Yeah, only once. I never really. <laughs> no one time. No, the there. whole month. It was the worst, best snowmobiling. I called it. Yes. It was fantastic. Foot doctor. Uh, <laughs> I'm with the. Um, yeah. So you're gonna do it? You're gonna give it a whirl? I, you would. No, I don't. I don't even want to watch it. I mean, I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. But but here I am in the basement, and I realized that when I was getting loud and reactionary, my my ex wife, she's not. Um, she she doesn't like being woken up. Right, Nobody, she's not. Does anybody she's not, really like it? No, I'm it's cool kinda, with it though. Being woken up, it's kind of like getting criticism about your podcast. <laughs> I just, it's so, it's no criticism about your podcast is much worse. Oh, you have a podcast too? Really? Oh, okay, oh, great. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Can I give you some constructive criticism? If you have a podcast, <laughs> don't give constructive criticism to any other podcast. What I would suggest is just fucking talk about the other podcast on your podcast, <laughs> right? Yep. Turn it yeah, into yeah. no, seriously. And we may never know about it, but if we do, fantastic. Now we got something going. And even yes. if it's a weird little echo chamber, it's fun for half a minute. So, but if but the only thing that will bother me is if by writing that he knew exactly what he was doing and he was just trying to get like seriously where he it would be great to listen to his show and his show is just other podcasts bitching him out just like we we're kind of doing (laughs) i'm joking i love joseph corbett he's my favorite he's got a new show dropping on i don't know what are you serious did you check him out i no, i haven't checked him out that 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 term a show dropping or an album dropping. <laughs> I actually saw I saw a fucking article the, the, yesterday or, or, or the pictures of a bunch of uh, a bunch of athletic shoes, uh, tennis shoes, uh, you know, shoe culture <laughs> kicks. So it said, um, here are it was like whatever. Here are five of the best new. Uh, I think they did say kicks. Here are five of the best new kicks that'll be dropping in the next week. And I'm like dropping. How did we fucking add? Drop everything now is dropping. It's like, I, you know, I, and so I, I was like, when I looked at this, I thought, where the fuck did that come from? That that term, and I remember going back a ways in 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 history. I was like, because I was working in radio. I think they they used it still when I was still on the air, or, or it started somewhere in there. And so um, I, I went down a rabbit hole and I was looking. It said that the first reference that the, you could find anywhere about the term dropping, and maybe she invented this, but Macy Gray 
was on the MTV Music Awards uh, in September of 2001, and she said, my new album drops uh, later this month. And then, I guess, right after that, uh, the rap community kind of went batshit crazy over it. They said, uh, yeah, hmm. my, my, my CD's dropping or my album's dropping. Now everything's dropping. It's like... <laughs> well, it's, yeah. In, in in the radio industry, when you when you played a record, didn't didn't you drop you drop drop the needle on the record? No. Well, I, actually, that's when I went down. I was like, yes. So um, people were wondering where it came from, and so there was all these these theories. People were saying uh, it's because it gets drop shipped to stores, uh, and this one guy thought that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not sure about that. Uh, there was another guy that well, there was a bunch of them that thought it was you know dropping the record on the turntable or dropping the CD into the tray, you know that that kind of thing. But nobody really knows. You'd have to maybe go back and and hypnotize Macy Gray or something if she even knows and say, Where, where'd you come up with this shit? Because you're the first one we can find. But I, the, the term, it's just I think it's overused. I, I, that's just you know. Yeah, it's just my critique of the, the <laughs> Snoop Dogg dropped it like it's hot. Dropped Drop it like that it's hot. shit like it's hot. Yo, well, yeah, yeah I lived in an apartment at one point in my life when that was out, and uh, when it first came out, and the bitch upstairs, uh, <laughs> she, I don't know, she was. Uh, was we all years. know the bitch upstairs. The bitch upstairs. Although I was, I was stealing her Wi-Fi. She, she was too fucking stupid to know that she had, uh, she had really. She had a great fucking internet connection, and I realized it, it, you know, she had no password on that bitch, and so I, I dumped my my internet and just just stole her shit for like, for like months, and she didn't know it. But uh, so anyway, and that was that was there was there was a period of time where you could steal a lot of internet. People were too dumb to put the password in. But anyway, those days have gone. We're all smarter than that. We're all uh, we're all wearing condoms now, you know, sort of figuratively. We've got our yeah. Uh, Anyways, where was I? Uh, uh, so she, I'm stealing her internet. Uh, but anyway, at it was like I think it was New Year's Eve night. She started playing "Drop It While It's Hot," and I think she had some dude up there that she was banging at one point. Uh, and then um, the song was like on repeat, and it played <laughs> literally for like a fucking day and a half, maybe two. <laughs> and I was she's like, awesome. God, you gotta be fucking kidding me! And I wanted to, and I was I, okay. I was a little freaked out by going up there because um, she was a little bit of a little bit gangster, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I really want to mess with her. And then uh, there was also um, uh, just the whole idea that uh, I might get caught stealing. And not that I, I was not worried about getting caught stealing her internet, but I thought uh, I just want to keep stealing her internet so I can put up with this for a while. <laughs> But after a certain point, I was like, oh, fuck. And now I just, that song just, uh, I can't. Uh, drives me nuts. <laughs> she's, like, she's like the uh, like the Joseph Corbett of upstairs neighbors, you know? Just, like, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah. By the way, I just, I just yawned, but I w- it was a silent yawn. Was a, I, I did it. I've, I did that where you, my jaw locked up, and I, and I, like, sucked the yawn back in. Yeah. And uh, oh, one of those deals, yeah. I know it was know. almost. It's. <laughs> it was very painful, actually. I, 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 those things, though. I okay. I used to work with this guy. That was a sneeze suppressor. Oh yeah, yeah. The, no, the, I, no. Those are the worst. That's the worst. No. How can you do that? He. And I, so like, I'd, 
Mm-mm. Three years, three years of working with this guy. No. And every time he'd sneeze for three years, he did that. Where he'd suck. No. I don't even know how you do that. Wor- I, I can do that with a fart. I can do that with a yawn, <laughs> but never with a sneeze. If I lose a sneeze, I would rather lose an orgasm than a sneeze. That is how, it, seriously, you feel a sneeze. Gosh, it, it doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's not like a runny nose sneeze. But still, it's that's a, that's don't do that. I hate that yeah. guy. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? And, I, and a few times, I finally, I said, uh, you know, at the risk of sounding a little too much like uh, John Corbett or what's his name. <laughs> <laughs> he and I have the same initials. Fuck that guy. I'm, I'm going to critique your sneezing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Fucking sneeze. Just go ahead. It doesn't offend anybody. Let that bitch fly because, uh, you know, drop that fucking, dro- yeah, the sneeze is dropping. <laughs> drop it like a bomb, I was going to say. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah, man. <laughs> I did. That's, that's me. That's me. You know, that's me doing my hand thing. You know, I can. Can you do that with the suction? You, you suck. You put your two palms together, and then you make this. Can you? Can you do that? Do you know what I'm doing? No, no, you know I know what, what you're doing. I don't. I can't. I can't even know? do it under my armpit. I've none yeah. of those party tricks. None I, of those uh, I, middle school party tricks. I. I it was exactly what it was. It was a middle school discovery. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I used to have like clammy hands. I don't know why. I mean, I guess that was like the Lord's way of telling me it's time for you to touch yourself because <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to do much of anything. And uh, and I was sitting. I think we were in the library or something. And I don't know why, but we were sitting on a table, and I was sitting on my hands, and they were like pressed up against the the table, and all of a sudden. I lifted up my palm and it made the sound. It was loud, and then I got a laugh from some kid. And I kept doing it, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So every now and again, I could put my hands under the table and just do that—that that stupid sound. And people were fascinated by it. It was really the what? It's if that's the only skill I ever have in life, uh, other than being able to yawn on a mic. <laughs> um, I, I I'm very disappointed, but I can still do it. I don't, I, you know, I don't do it anymore. I used to flip my eyelids too. I don't do that anymore. That would be weird. That would be that strange would be to do All it right. now. I mean, it would be really strange to do it on the podcast because yeah, I'm flipping my eye inside out. I'll, I'll take a picture and post it on, uh, so on Twitter. Have you seen, the, have you seen these? Uh, okay, it's uh, somewhat in vogue again now for women to be uh, using the false eyelashes again. They've got these false eyelashes. Uh, Zoe was telling me about these. Uh, she was saying that uh, you can get these false eyelashes now where they're magnetic. And what you do is you, I guess, apparently there's some a two-piece thing, and you pull your eyelid out, and you put the magnet on the, uh, the one part of it on the back side. Wouldn't know. Yeah, and then and then you it, cl- it clips to the it, it attaches to the other side. No. Yeah, it's true. No. It's a, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> it's the worst. No. It sounds, I, yeah. Sounds horrible, okay. Yeah. All right. For the show. For the show. I'm gonna get these. Uh, I'm gonna get these. I'm gonna need a GoFundMe page though, because I ain't got no money. Um, <laughs> but if someone will buy me magnetic eyelashes and some safe condoms to snort, I will wear the eyelashes while snorting a condom and eating a Tide Pod. Or did we miss that boat? You know what? I bet they are not <laughs> snorting like ribbed, ribbed condoms. That, that okay. would be that. But you, well, maybe they are. You want to drag everything out like that? Net, the idea behind the neti pot you were talking about is, you know, <sighs> to, to blow things out of there. Yeah. And so if you use the ribbed condom going up and through, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get, yeah, you're gonna have some clean sinuses. I would guess that would uh, it would uh-huh. do it. 
I, do it. it seems like a really bad idea. Like, it just latex is gross. It's just, yeah. ugh. I don't like yeah. it on my dick. I don't like it on my hands. Like, when you wear those, like, gloves, those latex gloves. You ever try to take those off? You know, the, like, the cleaning lady gloves? I don't know why I say cleaning lady. Like, they're cleaning dudes, too, I cleaning guess. Cleaning person. But yeah. the cleaning person. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> you put on those, like, crazy yellow gloves that go all the way up to, like, almost to your elbow. And yeah. you And it's like, you, let's say the phone rings or you got to do something. You got to take the damn fucking thing off. It's like, it. So hard to get the thing it's off, the and you'll never doctors, be able to use that thing again. Yeah, doctor snaps that thing on. You, it's, you, you're you're at your physical, annual physical, and you're thinking, oh, this is going well. I'm almost done. And then all of a sudden, he looks at you and goes, "Hey!" And he turns around, snaps that glove on, and looks at you and goes, <laughs> uh, "Can you bend over the table there?" Oh, KY hey. and, uh, you know. And, and then I, the worst thing about that is uh, afterwards, uh, you're like. <sighs> Okay, I, I just kind of want him to hold me a little bit after. That. <laughs> <laughs> my my doctor did that once. It wasn't. Yeah. It didn't help. No, you, it made you, me didn't, very you, didn't, you didn't enjoy it. Do you? No, he did give me. I asked him for a reach two around. Fang, two fingers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's like, yeah, uh, you're not doing it right if you need a reach around. I just said to him, I was like, yo, Doc, if you're going to be back there, one of the pink, one of the stink. What? Huh? Did I say, what? Who says that? Apparently, it's middle school day for me. I got a new album dropping. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, man. Yo, well, yo, drop that stethoscope. <laughs> just... Uh, it's, yeah, we, yeah, we got we got a little weird there. I think, yeah. I didn't. No, this is. You know what? This is just getting started from so now on. You're not having to. You're not dodging a major systems zipping across to the region out there anymore. You're not fighting black ice or anything like that. All that's that's. You're having an easier time getting around with the Uber stuff. Well, I mean, I, you know, yeah, sure. I haven't had any issues. I mean, the, the weather has been shitty. Like, it's been really bad. Like, this morning, it's so crazy. It was like, uh, this is a podcast where we talk about the weather. Uh, it's, <laughs> I was dry. I picked up my, my first client uh, at 5.15 a.m. It was a husband and a wife, and it was one of their moms. Uh, and... And it was right misty, rainy. It was the mother, you know, not like a woman like around 80, and okay. then her two, a, a one adult child and the spouse. I don't know if oh, it was I gotcha, the, I gotcha. Yeah. So uh, I was, it was misty, like a misty rain, and the uh, windshield wipers aren't great on the car that I have. My boss, I, I have to ask him if he changed the, I'll, I'll get the windshield wipers changed, but I'm just, whatever, figure out getting reimbursed. But I don't want to do it with just like without checking with them. But I'm the one that drives the car the most. But it's only been like a week and a half. So anyway, so we're driving, it's misty. And then I've got, because it's a three, it's a four seat car. It's one of those uh, cars that has a big console in the middle, in the back. I think I told you it has a massage chair. Did I tell you that? No, I didn't. Uh, don't remember. Oh, yeah. So the rear, the rear passenger seat has a massage chair. So remote control that you point at the front seat and uh, infrared, and you set the thing. And then my chair, the driver's seat, also has a massage chair. It's actually pretty good. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, so, the, so I have one of the passengers is in the front seat. And every time the windshield wiper goes, it's like, it's, it makes the friction across the window. It's like, 
I'm doing it terrible. I'm not good. I'm not, what do I look like? Fucking Michael Winslow from fucking Police Academy. You sold um, it. You sold it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, just do the comedian used to do all the sound effects. The, yeah, uh, that guy. Dick, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Michael Winslow. Right. And uh, Oops, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, and his sorry. and his and his and his cousin uh, Kevin, or maybe it was Kelvin Winslow, was a wide receiver on the uh, San Diego Chargers. Yeah, I, I remember that guy. Yeah. Sure. So anyway, uh, yeah. so or maybe he's a tight end. It doesn't really matter. The point is that uh, the windshield wipers make that noise, and I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't want to do the windshield thing because this guy's sitting in the front seat, and if I were that guy sitting in the front seat, all I could think about is like, dude, you need a new fucking windshield. Can I offer you some? You so far a really nice car. I like the uh, I like the fucking massage chair, and uh, you're a great driver, but. You need new windshields, okay? A little constructive yeah. criticism there for you. Um, otherwise, great chip, great, you know, but don't drive in the rain, okay, in the future. Uh, but it was, it, it kind of sucked. It was just like really shitty, really foggy. And then I went home, and then it's kind of clear, and it got sunny, and it was like 65 degrees. And then it got really windy, like stupid, crazy windy, to the point that one of my client's flights was delayed four hours. I got a phone call from my friend Ray, who owns a construction. This is this is between my like late afternoon or mid afternoon pickup and what would have been my you know delayed one. And I you know ten thirty whatever. And he's like, "What are you doing right now? Are you local?" So he's away on vacation, and I'm house sitting and pet sitting for him. And two dogs yeah not four just two, two. Okay. and it's two and guess what it's too fucking much and i take my daughter with me all the time and whatever so um but my daughter went away to rhode island with her friend so now i've got no help because my 15 year old son's not gonna help me walk the dogs so i'm i'm helping this guy and i'm actually at his house Sitting down with one of the dogs, just chilling, taking a moment. Because I was fucking exhausted, Joseph Corbett. I'm tired. It's been a long fucking day, dude. Anyway, uh, so I'm sitting there, and I get a call from him, and he's like, he's got this um, real estate thing. He owns property in Red Bank, New Jersey, and uh, he's going to build like 16 townhouses there. He leveled all the houses. So you know when you uh, have a construction site, you need to have fencing around it for safety? Sure. Yeah. So in New Jersey, I think the fencing needs to be eight feet high. And I would say there have to be at least 80 pieces of this fence. Like, I, I think it's like, I think it's like maybe 12 foot wide, eight foot high, something like that. Big maybe chain it's link. six feet high. It's chain link fence. Yeah. And then on top of it, it has the mesh. Right? Sure. Okay. Well... Apparently, the uh, local police department called him because in case of an emergency, call, and it has his number. And the mesh acted like a sail because it was so fucking windy. And it knocked at one whole block of the fence got knocked down. A couple other pieces got knocked open. So I ended up going there and ended up meeting one of his guys, Jose. And he calls Jose Hose B., because hose, there are two Jose's. So there's the first Jose, who's a little bit older, and then Jose brought in Jose, Hose B. So it's Jose so, and Jose so B. So I get a text, and yeah, he says Hose B. So so now I'm going to work with Jose, but I call him Jose. So he and I show up. He's wearing these like black 
leather shoes with little tassels on them, like dress shoes, jeans, and a fucking like short sleeve, like vertical striped pair. I'm wearing a fucking button-down shirt, my fucking jacket. What I told you before, the jeans and the fucking, and I had on these blue, like almost shark bluish gray suede shoes. And I'm on a fucking wet construction site in the mud. So fucking, I'm not happy, right? Like, this sucks. And the last thing I wanted to be doing was fucking, like, trying to put fence back up in the wind. Now, this motherfucker, this this Hose B, Jose, he's great. He was, like, putting things together. All I brought with me was zip ties, some heavy-duty, like, um wire green wire so we can kind of you know secure the fence together and uh you know a little a a pair of gloves and uh like a little clipper like a little you know like wire cutter so this that was it what what you just described what you just brought along it's the same thing there's somebody who's going to abduct somebody (laughs) that's exactly the shit that they would have your your rubber gloves your zip ties that's exactly right that's all i had in a fucking in like Uh, a a a three passenger fucking equus after i did the job with mud all over my fucking blue suede shoes blue suede shoes stepped on these fuckers So did Jose, Hosby, did he look at you and go, uh, Mister, if you're going to come do something in the shitty weather, you should wear some shitty clothes, man. <laughs> he, <laughs> he was wearing really nice shoes. Well, like, it was too, more right? bizarre what he was wearing. It was almost like he started to get dressed for, like, to go out on the town, but he started with his shoes. <laughs> and he just, it was like he got the emergency call from Ray. Right, like oh fuck, yeah. Yeah. Maybe like, can I offer you some constructive criticism, Jose? (laughs) Put put on your shirt, tie, and pants before putting on the nice shoes. Jeans and work shoes, you dumb fuck. So, so no, so we're working together. And this motherfucker, he asked me if I have rope, and I'm like, no, I I don't. I have some at home. I can go get it. Let me go. And he my abduction. He finds a fucking. He finds a hose. Hose B finds a hose. Like right. a garden hose. And he uses the garden hose as a thing. He's finding stuff. He's putting things together. I was like, holy fuck. And I was thinking to myself, you know, it would be really good because, you know, and I'm now I'm being an asshole. Um, Donald Trump was he's sending the military down with the wall. Hire a bunch of fucking guys. Jose, Hose B, Hose C, Hose D, Hose E, all of the fucking Jose's. These guys are resourceful motherfuckers, but guess what? They can build, and it will cost you a lot less than some of these big companies that will build that 30-foot wall. But here's the thing. This motherfucker was so resourceful and was like, I didn't do shit. I was like his helper, just handing him shit. Not because I was wearing blue suede shoes, because I was like, I don't fucking, like, I just want to go home. Like, I want to do this. Like, this is not my jam. He's like poor fucking Anglo motherfucker. No, he was fucking great. The only thing was. Sure, but he's got to be, he's got to be thinking. He's got to be thinking. Uh, he saved you. He rescued you. He's got to be thinking. Uh, uh, there's got to be some pity factor there a little bit, where he's like, <laughs> "I'm sorry." Dude. Well, he, but it was weird. He kept calling. You know what? He, he kept calling me Pedro. Pedro. What the hell? What is that? Was is that like a like a gringo thing? You call them Pedro? Is that does that mean friend? I mean, I thought it was Peter. Uh, I don't know Pedro. Is, I don't know what it means. I think it's, I'm just. I, I should know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've never. I've never spoken uh, you Spanish. Say, or call me Hefe, motherfucker. <laughs> I just say like, hey. It was good. It was bad. It was crazy. It was. I've been. And then. And then he says we barely finished up. We got the last piece up, and I'm like, I'm gonna miss my client. Like I gotta go. And then he. Um, he said, What? What time tomorrow? 
I'm like, fuck, got to come back because we got to fix it better. You know, it's it's not in the daylight, and hopefully there'll be no wind in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he's telling me he's like, uh, is it seven a.m. I'm like, nah. He's like, six a.m. I'm like, no. It's like the first fucking day. I don't have to get up that early, so I'm probably gonna be there at like seven a.m. That's to check the dogs, probably, huh? Oh, and then I got to go, oh, shit, I got to go to the house and check the dogs, yeah. too. It, See, fucking yeah. house sitting's easy. You go and you look at the, the house is still there. Cool. The house is there. Dog sitting? Not not cool at all. They're needy so, motherfuckers. Here's what I think you need to do. What kind of dogs are they? Uh, one is a really old pug, and the other one looks like a some sort of, like, really strong terrier mix, like a... Um, what do you call that? What a pal- a palindrome, a palindale, a, a patterdale? Is that is that the name? Patterdale. None of that's ringing a bell with nothing. Me. There's a, there's a real brand. A brand. There's a brand. Backwards. Okay. <laughs> no, you know what a palindrome is? I think it's like a patterdale, but it, I think it's a mix. Uh, it, okay. it, it, it's what we we would refer to as like a, you know any time earlier than like the eight the 1980s or earlier as a mutt, um, okay. but a really handsome mutt. Handsome mutt. Or a beautiful mutt. She's a, she's a girl. She's really, uh, yeah, uh, what do you call that word? Uh, not stoic. I don't know. She's, uh, she's she, a bitch. She carries herself really well. You know what I mean? Like she's, she's got dog, a yeah. really great posture. Like a good dog. Okay. Here's what I want you to do to the dog. Because uh, uh, I'm, I'm just curious. I've been performing this this experiment at home because uh, one of my one of my dogs is, is a Labrador Retriever. And they shed a lot at uh, certain times of the year. And I've been a little confused because uh, we were talking about the weather, and I don't want to just drone on about that over and over. But um, I'm thinking usually about the time the lab starts to shed, then the weather's going to warm up like crazy. My lab is not shedding at all. I've pull, I've been like Today I was kind of pulling on his fur a little bit. It's like, yeah, it's coming out. He's looking at me like, fuck you, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. It's it's not he's not in that phase yet. So I'm thinking, God, what the heck? It's going to be cold for a while longer. So you should check. You'll you'll find out more about your uh, about your local weather there just by you could turn on the TV or the radio or you could pull the pull the dog. What about the pug? The if the bu- bu- pugs, pugs don't have much hair and, and uh, yeah, he seems to shed like a mud. It's all over. Uh, he, I think they shed all year long, probably. Uh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, the do, I don't know. It's it's just I, it's too much, Colin. I, you might I'm have to know the, know the dog's shedding pattern, maybe. And I, and I, I also did, I just Googled Pedro, and it said, uh, Pedro, uh, Spanish to English, uh, it means Pedro in English. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't, really? That's what it says, I swear mm-hmm. to God. But it also says uh, um, it could be uh, Pedro meaning son of Peter. <laughs> But is uh, further down on Wikipedia, but the, it's just mm. the thing that pops up in Google. Pedro meaning in English, Pedro is Pedro. So my dad's name is John. Yeah. I, should I call my mom tomorrow? It's like, hey mom, who the fuck is Pedro? <laughs> <laughs> you probably reminded him of a Pedro that he knew. It's probably uh, some good friend of his, somebody that he uh, you know he appreciates and uh, that sort of thing. But. Yeah, it's good. I mean, those those Latino guys, they were they were hard working. Uh, yeah, the motherfucker solid. was hard. Yeah, he yeah, he was good. He was really on top of things. Yeah, and then uh, you know the uh, the thing about the, the being in this basement, I got so sidetracked is that you know, and you said something that made me laugh uh, just now, and I realized when I was getting all bent out of shape and you know angry about fucking Joseph Corbett, I realized that I'm inside the house. And my ex-wife's a light sleeper. 
Yes. And if somehow, even though I'm in the basement and then there's the first floor and she's on the second floor and she's on like kind of the other side of the house, not a big house, but if I woke her up, holy shit, it would make for a really good podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, However, keep the mic open. Keep the mic not, on. It would not be good. It would really, <laughs> I mean, it would be, she would just walk down here like, what, what are you doing? Like she would just, like she would. Like you would, even if you didn't hear what she was saying, but you heard the tone, you would be like, "Oh my god, she's like looking at him like he's the biggest asshole ever." Well, don't mention my name. Tell her that you're talking to Joseph. <laughs> Joseph, I mean, my, I'm on. I'm on with my podcast partner, Joseph Corbett. Really good guy. Gives the best constructive criticism. He, he thinks um, you should go snort one of these condoms. <laughs> yep, wearing <laughs> magnetic eyelashes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I picked up a guy today. I picked up a guy today this afternoon. He was on a vacation for eight days, and he was with his uh, son, his younger son. Now, I didn't know this until I picked him up, until after I picked him up. And uh, let's call him uh, Jimmy Vavino. That's not his name, but he had a he had a very Italian sort of could have been, and uh, I knew that the ride was already paid for. Usually, like I'll I'll swipe someone's credit card when I drop them off, but this guy's ride was taken care of. Now I have no idea who took care of his ride, but when he I texted him a little bit, like you know, did you get off the plane? You know, uh, I'll meet you down at baggage, and it timed out almost perfectly. But I kind of got a sense like is he annoyed or whatever. And then, you know, you realize the guy's traveling from, like, he's traveling, he was in Jamaica, and uh, not Queens, New York, like, uh, you know, no woman, no cry, you know, yeah. reggae, that Jamaica, Montego Bay, yeah, that kind of deal. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And he, um, so he was like, roughly, probably, I would put him somewhere around my age, maybe, but he could have been in his early 50s, heavy set guy with a baby, baby face, white hair, young son that looked just like him, I don't know that it was his son, I, he didn't show me a birth certificate, I don't know, I don't ask questions, I don't know what they, it's none of my business, but he's in there, and, and I, he just, he just seemed annoyed to me, but he may have, had, and he had these, like, crystal blue eyes and i probably shouldn't say that about a man but he did they were very you know so just he was very very nice very friendly but i had this the entire ride i'm like i, I don't know this guy thinks i'm an asshole but it, it i was projecting completely so when i get to the i get we pull he slept a lot of the ride and which was great because i felt better because you know i'm looking in the rear view mirror and i see this guy and when he's awake i feel like he's like judging me like giving me like in his head giving me constructive criticism the whole fucking time but there's nothing constructive about it like he's just an asshole i'm being serious like that's how i see it but i know i'm probably wrong so we get we get up to uh the house that we're pulling up to and i've realized he was on a big trip with like 15 other people Mm -hmm. and he asked me are you picking up the other people and i had no idea what he was talking about I was like, no, I have someone later. Oh, I, I said, no, I, I don't have anyone. He said, there's like six or seven of them. I said, no, that would be one of our SUVs. And uh, so as we're pulling up, he says, he says to me, pull into that driveway and pull over by the Yukon. And the, then the kid says, Dad, <laughs> it's a Denali. <laughs> okay it's like and he's like yeah whatever volkswagen doesn't matter the guy was totally fine we get out of the car 
And uh, he says, oh, yeah, it was taken care of by uh, Joe. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's totally taken care of. Yeah. And then he goes into his wallet or into his pocket, actually, and pulls out a wad of cash. And there was no, there seemed to be no rhyme or reason how he had the money ordered. It was like five, 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 a one, a ten, like not in any particular order. And he's like, do you have change? And I immediately said yes, even though I have no idea what he's going to give me and how much change he wants, right? Like, I don't, I mean, I have money in my wallet, I guess, but I knew that he wanted to give me a tip. And when someone says, do you have change? You'd think that they're going to give you at least, I would think they'd give me at least a 20, right? But I think that's weird to ask for, I don't know, for a $129 trip. I don't know. New York people, New Jersey people can be generous tippers sometimes. Sure. And when I saw and so I think he said to me as he's going through his wad of cash, and I don't see what he's getting up to. It's almost like like a game show, like, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, stop. All right, the hundred. I got the hundred. And sure enough, he gets to the hundred, and before I see him get to it, he says, uh, "Like you have like fifty or like 30. And I had fifty. Give him two twenties and ten. So he gave me a fifty dollars tip. Oh, that's nice. fucking awesome. Yeah. Like I was like, so all these thoughts I had about this guy, even if he was thinking bad things about me, who gives a shit? He gave me a fifty dollars tip. I love that guy. He's awesome. Yeah. What's not to love about that? The, the carrying the wad of cash around, uh, and I, 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 I don't, I don't. I'm not into wallets. I, I don't. I don't. I don't carry a wallet. I don't see the need for one. Uh, I, you know, really? stands a wallet thing. No, I don't. That's why I'm, I get confused when when people start talking about. Okay, I, this is a true story. Everything else I said earlier is fucking made up. But uh, this is a true <laughs> no, story. Whip no, is no. A real dude. <laughs> no. Whip is a real dude. Whip is a real dude. But anyway, so. Um, uh, so I see this. Uh, we, we went out for dinner the other night, and I see this guy come walking into uh, the this it was kind of a grill pub kind of place, uh, pub food and grill. Okay, so anyway, um, this guy comes walking in. He sits down at this table with these people, and he's got cargo pants on. And I look over, and okay, I'm not a cargo pants fan. I never have been. I just always thought they were dorky. But if you like them, you should wear them. Uh, anyway, he's got these cargo pants on, and I always joke that, uh, you know, what are you going to put in there? What you know, what's, what's your cargo shit? You know, what, what, what's going on in the pants? So uh, I can see that he's got shit. He's got he got shit in his pockets. He's got he's got some cargo going on, and uh, he sits down at the table, and he orders a beer. And when the waitress comes over and puts the beer on the table, he had like a 16 ounce uh, Michelob Ultra. And uh, so she sits that down, and she walks away, and then he reaches down into his cargo pants, and he pulls out uh, a koozie, a 16-ounce can koozie, you know, those, uh, the, the, you know, the deal that keeps it cold. He's got that. He's carrying it. He's rocking it in his, in his... And I wonder if he just walks around all day long. Is this something the guy, he's just always got a, a koozie thing in his in his pants pocket? It just struck me as weird. But, I, 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 what, what year was that that he had a koozie? This was two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah, yeah. was he wearing a fanny pack too? No, I, he had this stuff down cozy. in his freaking. Is that the, not the styrofoam thing? But the the you know the the foamy you know can cooler thing. Whatever. Don't they call those koozies? You know, a lot of no. I know people. what they're called. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly what it is. I just hate the name of it, and I don't I don't know why anyone would use that. Well, I don't know either. He was you know, he wanted to keep his beer cold, but uh, yeah, he he pulled it out and then i saw he they sat in there for a while and actually uh he left i saw him take it off put it back in his 
in his uh, cargo area there, and he took off. But when you're carrying the wad of, of cash, I always th- was uh, instructed that you should um, you should put the small bills on the outside. So when you fold it up, if you got you've got the big bills, those are on the inside. So yeah, that's, that's how saying. I do it. Yeah, so that way, uh, you know, people aren't seeing how much money you're carrying around. They see, oh, he's got ones. Who fucking cares? So there's less temptation for somebody to knock in the head and steal it. There's also uh, the idea. Um, uh, this friend of mine was always saying that uh, if you are, that if you were getting robbed, you could you could grab the outside of the wad and toss that, and then they wouldn't get. You know, you could hang on to the if you had bigger bills. Uh, that's, I always thought that's maybe a good way to get shot, but um, you know, I, yeah, I, I like the I like the. I like walking around with the with the water cash though the the folded up the so folded up thing. W- what about okay? I'm I'm gonna get this straight. So you got the wa- So you got the cash. Do you have a money clip on the cash? Do you have a rubber band? What's the, the something? Uh, I've had both. I've used both. Uh, and uh, my cell phone now. Um, I've got a little just a small little uh, stick on pocket thing on there, and I can, so I can put a credit card in there. There's. There is enough room in that I could put some, if I wanted to put like you know, some bills into that, I could as well. I usually don't, though. I usually just fold it and stick it in, stick it in my pocket. And not even without a, without a so money clip. So what about, what about like uh, other things, like, uh, like a health things? insurance card? Fuck, you have I that? Care that? No, I don't care. What about a driver's license? Where do you keep that? I carry that? the driver's license, one credit card, driver's license, and uh, a lot of cash. The credit card, huh. the driver's license is in the phone, and then the lot huh. of you know the lot of, uh, of folding money, and that is it. I don't need. What else do I need? I don't need. Uh, and whenever I go into a place and they've got, uh, you walk in there and they they go, uh, would you like to join the big gulp of the month club? You know, you get every tenth one's free or whatever, and they they try to hand you a card. I'm like, no, I don't want a card. I'm not going. You know, I, I, I join those all the time. I mean, there See, there's no benefits that, to any of it. That's why you got the big wallet because you're walking around with all these cards. I don't have a big wallet. I have no, a skinny no. wallet. No, I mean skinny like wallet, you. Right. No, I have a skinny wallet. Like I, <laughs> I had. I, we had a wallet many years ago. I was working um, when I was working at this company in New York. Uh, I went out with this uh, for drinks with the head of IT, the guy my age. He's a smart guy, but kind of a too smart. Kind of like he would try to do the double talk to get people to like to avoid work kind of deal like he's just this guy but I, I if if we didn't work together i probably would hang out with him and get along with him but uh but it was kind of one of the first times what was hanging on getting drinks and it was he a bunch of his it guys and somehow i ended up there either i was at that same bar and they were there and i just started hanging out and we got hit we saw his wallet and his wallet was like four times like bigger than George Costanza's wallet on Seinfeld and I became obsessed because like this explains so much like this guy like because he was like a a well put together well dressed put together guy and he had this giant wallet I'm like oh my god what are you are you kidding where do you put that in my back in your back pocket you sit on no really and then and then i was like i wanted to go through it we went through that wallet there was shit in there he had like a prescription that had expired like three years ago like like so you can you imagine what his house looks like? What's I know. I think his house was fine. I don't know. I think his wife. Took, right. I don't know. But it was. It was just like. So I think even though I didn't have a big wallet back then, that moment may have been the catalyst for me to to go on Amazon and look up like skinny wallets. <laughs> Dude, I put them right in the back of my skinny jeans. By the way, but that doesn't work. It's a slim wallet. 
That's what they call it. They don't call it a skinny wallet. They call slim it a wallet. slim wallet. Skinny wallet's a negative connotation because it means like, yo, where's all my money at? Yo, your wallet is skinny. When's your skinny. album dropping, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on dumb. Is that Skinny Love? Is that that song? I like that song a lot. I love that. No, the one that I do like that song, but the one that I like the most is uh, that Blood Bank song. You ever hear that one? Uh, I've heard him uh, quite a bit, but I forgot his name, Justin something or other, maybe. Yeah, and I didn't know for a long time that uh, that was just uh, you know somebody basically one one dude thing that just uses a weird name in 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 lieu of his other name. Yeah, I was uh, I forgot his name, Justin. Fuck, he's a funny guy. I've heard him. uh, He was somebody interviewed him that I I heard on some podcast somewhere. I I don't know, it might have been. Shoot, let's see. It might have been Joseph Corbett's podcast. <laughs> Does that guy have a podcast? I want to know what his podcast is. I can't uh, find. You can, if you could look it up, I'm sure it's on his on his. Uh, what's his Twitter? What, what is his Twitter? Uh, it's at nerd from nerd from Joeware. J O W H E R E. I'm going to become at nerd from Joe. J O W E A R. At nerve from Joe Ware, and I'm going to start a clothing company called Constructive Criticism. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.